This week on the Pushball Lights Podcast, what makes a bad personal trainer? And we've got combine testing. Two, one, 70 years to the Queen, Daniel. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. It's a special uh, Jubilee edition. We're just going to oh, talk no, about it. it's not. Fuck off, isn't it? Is. It's the special no Jubilee chance. edition. No. To our Majesty, Mom, the Queen. We're just going to list what happened every single year in the last seven years. Not. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I still don't get it. I said I said this last week. I don't get it. Yeah, you get did. It. Yeah, you did. We're not going to start you up, but, but obviously you didn't ask what I did. And our weekend was quite jubilee related being in London. I decided not to go anywhere. And because what did happen was lots of tourists. I'm sure there's some people who are listening to the, the podcast might have come into London. All the tourists. I'm going to class myself as a Londoner now, um, as I, I have mm. lived here for the last... 13 years, I think. I moved here when I was 18. That is a long time to live in a shithole, isn't it? Ah. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> best, you deserve, you best, deserve a Jubilee weekend for that. <laughs> best city in the world, mate. Um, so, oh, it's not, though, is it? It's really it not, is it? Let's just say that. No, it's, really, it's really not, though, is it? Like, come on. Oh, my God, it's, London. Oh, London. London. <laughs> anyway oh. well, we won't get to this um then what happens we obviously we saw the uh the, all the tourists are obviously just down the mall and all around like high parks and james's park green park all mm. around trafalgar square everything so there was no one around london it was bliss it was so lovely like walking through marlebone made a veil could literally just Anywhere. See, that's what that's that's how I know London shit because you just said it was bliss because no one was there. That's exactly <laughs> my point. But you the live for those London, moments. The then. problem with London is the people in London. That's the problem with it. Uh, I'm <laughs> in London, mate. We're all lovely. Um, oh. Yeah, <laughs> but it was good. I I enjoyed the Jubilee. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, I don't get the people who are like flying over from the states. Like and then go. Well, I wasn't planning on having four days off because I'd had like two days off the week before, so I'd had a three day week because of a wedding, and then obviously that was a three day week. And I was like, I'm open to, I'm gonna be around. Like, if anybody wants to do one to one PT, like, absolutely fine. And then everybody's like, Yeah, we're not gonna do it. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of kind of fun, but yeah. Obviously, I felt quite old as well because there was that concert that was going on and I knew about half the acts and I realized I only knew the older acts and I didn't know the new ones. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yep. I, I don't know who Celeste is. No idea. Um, I don't know right. who Mabel is. Don't know who that is. Um, she kept on getting interviewed. No, didn't have a clue. And I didn't know what, like, like I didn't, literally, like, some of the songs that were being sung. I was like, nope, don't know this. If I don't know it, I wouldn't say I'm down with music, right? I've got, I like, obviously, I love music. Very into my music, but, yeah. there's Your, there's, your own music. My own say. music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be able to. I'm going to, the only way I can assume, like, I can name a top 40 track is if I just say Ed Sheeran 
probably there. Adele. The only, you know, the only there. way you know a top forty track is if like the people rebel and then one of the old ones gets in. You know, like Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, exactly. That's the way you know if there was one in the top forty because it's like there's there's a, there's a campaign to get an old one back at the start just to piss Simon Cowell off. <laughs> That used Correct, to be the yeah. thing, didn't it? When X Factor Weeds used to like want to get a, an old song to the top. Yeah, yeah. Just remember and that. It's just some random celebrity. Or yeah, they were like, yeah, Rage Against the Machine did. I don't think so. I think they... they I know Britain's got talent, so the got talent thing's still a thing. Um, it's all um, about Britain's like... Britain's got no talent. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the masked singer now, mate, isn't it? Masked singer. That's a bit more fun. But they're all celebrities anyway, so anyway which does actually bring me into one of the topics i was one of the topics just something a general musing um from today daniel is um i, I doubt she's gonna listen but um uh one yeah, of our know. trainers <laughs> one of our trainers cindy um she's joined from she lived in jersey uh the island not uh the state and um mm. get this i think she's about 27 she'll hit me if i got that wrong um but she has never ever watched a tv series never completed one never got through a whole series isn't that a remarkable whole... for a millennial like... i don't believe it i'm sorry i don't know i don't know the girl i don't believe it <laughs> And you're like, I'm listing off stuff. I'm just like, without oh, knowing, man. surely, surely she must have, without knowing though. Like, so that's what, what I, I said. I was like, I think, I think, she, or she's working her way through Friends at the moment. I think because I feel like you watch Friends even though you haven't watched Friends. I feel like that's just a thing that is on. Um, yeah, no matter exactly. what. Exactly. Right? That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Even like Simpsons, you must have watched the series without realizing. Yeah, but nobody's Possibly. completed The Simpsons, are they? No, but a series though. There's there's broken down in a series, isn't it? Like oh, there's seasons. Oh, but yeah, but I would say I'd say the whole uh, thing would be a, a watching a TV, a watching a series. Like then um, you're the only human I know that has completed uh, Only Fools and Horses. So. Am I? I can't be the only one. There's no <laughs> way that I'm the only one that's completed. It's such that. a weird thing because I was just like when I was in Dubai, and then Dad just puts on Only Fools and Horses. It's just it's such a I I don't know any other human that does that. It's such an old man thing, isn't it? Do you know what it, it is? is. It's, for me, it's it's just background noise. It's not um, you don't sit and watch it. You just it's just background noise. I think for me, I just don't um over here like the, the TV channels and stuff. We've got this um GM. It's called GMTV. Basically, they have um twenty four seven channels, so it's just on all the time twenty four seven. And they have like Only Fools and Horses, Family Guy, um Alan Partridge. What was the one there? I don't know the other day that I was watching. Oh, Impractical Jokers. That's quite funny. I quite like watching that. It's just I like back, that, yeah. just good background noise, you know, just like there, and you can die, you can dip in and out of it. You might have seen it before, but background noise. That's what it is. Uh, they've got twenty four seven Star Wars films on. That's always a good one. Twenty four seven. What was the other one? Um, Rocky films. You know, so it's like there's some good things about it. You have to say so it's a weird one as well because obviously, like with that twenty four seven Star Wars thing. I probably wouldn't purposely sit down and put on a Star Wars because I don't want the choice. But if one was already on, I didn't have to do anything. I'd just quite happily just sit there for 45 minutes exactly. and watch it, right? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you, you, get, you get paralyzed by the choice. Oh, what is it? The yeah, yeah. Jedi? <laughs> start at the beginning? What happens? Yeah. Well, if, it's, if it's episode one, you skip it regardless. <laughs> you just skip that one. But yeah, it's just like, it's just nice to have the... It's just on, and you go, okay, cool. I'll sit, watch that. Yeah, we 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 had quite a kind of uh, I don't know, seriesy kind of TV orientated weekend, just because um, yeah, there was there was some stuff to do, and we had to kind of chill out. 
and watched some TV whilst uh, one person recovered. Um, and yeah, we did. Uh, obviously, we've restarted Stranger Things. You've have you watched Stranger Things? You're not a Stranger Things guy. I don't know anything no. about it. So obviously, Kenobi. Um, obviously, I'm up to the third third episode um, has already come out. Lovely. Um, and we did Top Gun. But Still not seen you- the first one. Yeah, thank you. I'd never seen the first one either because uh, I was that. And then, <laughs> then Chloe was like, uh, you need to watch the first one before we go watch the other one. So we watched the first one of Top Gun on the Saturday. Mm. It was fun. It was all right. But I have an aversion to Tom Cruise. It's basically because they've been like, obviously the shock and awe of like a few of my friends, I think. So I'm probably the youngest, right? But in the like the little social group we have, maybe like uh, we've got like probably 35, 36 up to like 40. And they're like, what? You like don't like Tom Cruise? I'm like, I just don't like, I don't, I don't know. He's obviously a good actor. Otherwise he wouldn't have been all those things, right? I think it's plays millions and millions. But because I've watched a fair few documentaries and I quite like documentaries about weird shit. Um, and one of those weird shit is Scientology, quite like a Scientology documentary. He doesn't come off very well in most of those. And I just have this, I don't know, aversion to Tom Cruise movies because I haven't watched the Mission Impossibles. I haven't watched anything like that. You're not I'm missing just like, much, Meh. though. Like, I've watched yeah, them. I don't not, think I'm I've watched the much. first couple, and you're not really missing anything. And I agree with you. I think he just... There's I something about him. I don't him. really like him either. I don't really like him either. He's not aged a fucking a, a day since Mission Impossible, it looks like to me. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of his. Anything he's been in, I've never gone, oh, that's yeah. amazing. I've got to watch it again. Never. Let's get his IMDb up. What is... I mean, number one, he's five. I, I reckon he's one of those. I reckon he's one of those that plays the same character over and over again. Like, I think yeah. if I just watched Top Gun, I would be like, well, that's Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible. Do you know? Like, it's just the same <laughs> character that he can play. Um, whereas I think some of the best actors play different. Like, Leonardo DiCaprio can play different roles, different yeah, types yeah, yeah. of people. I love Leo. Like, whereas Tom Cruise just plays that action hero, like so Ethan Hunt, spy. Known guy. for, mm. obviously, Top Gun, The Last Samurai. Not watch that. that. Uh, Mission Impossible. Jerry Maguire. I've heard of that, but I don't know what it is. But I've not watched it. Um, No. He's in The Mummy. Not the original one. Um, All of these things. Not not an original one. But yeah, Yeah. Valkyrie. Um, Minority Report. I've watched that, but not because he's in it. Pretty sure because... I think he plays the same role again, though, in that. Yeah, he's some weirdo, right? Colin Farrell's in that, but he's more exciting. Yeah, he's better. Watch that. Yeah, not a fan of Tom Cruise. Maguire, Mission Impossible, all these things. Rain Man, not watch that. Cocktail apparently is good, not watch that. So yeah, weird one. Risky business. Um, yeah, never really. Yeah, one of those actors don't really like him, and I swear he never blinks. Never seen him blink. Always wide open, look into my eyes. Oh, and anybody, anybody who be- anybody believes, uh, like. What's the Scientology belief? Like some alien overlord and like kind of created stuff. Uh, and then they came, you came to like stuff on spaceships and I'm sure somebody's in a like Instagram me for that. Um, but there's something to do with that. Um, I do enjoy Scientology because they're quite strange. Um, they're probably going to hunt me down and find me now. So according to Scientology beliefs, Scientology itself is a blend of science and spirituality with belief of an immortal spirit and improving that spirit here on earth using Scientology methods. Spit all about the spirit thing. Believe um, that a human is an immortal. 
Mm. Definitely a cult. Oh, yeah. Xenu, that's the guy. Scientology, Xenu, um, is a dictator of the Galactic Confederacy who brought billions of stuff. Uh, yeah, he's a direct influence on how humanity and Earth is. There you go, Xenu. Anyways, the overlord, Xenu. Um, yeah. That's why it's a bit Sounds, weird. It does sound, it does sound legit, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fine. Anyway, let's discuss the actual topics we're going to be going on to today. Um, yes, right, because yes. um, uh, just just by luck, I was just I happened to scroll through the My Protein PT Scheme group every now and again. Just have a few groups um, that always have fun stuff. There's probably going to be some people listening to this in here, so hello. Um, so I think uh, this lad called Liam. So we've, I've got, we want to discuss, do we want to discuss combine things first or what makes a bad personal trainer first? You choose, Tom. I'll choose. I feel like, I feel like people are here for the bad personal trainer. That's going to be more in the yeah. title. So let's, on. let's, we're going to, we're going to go through that. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. And then we'll talk about combine because that's just that's holding myself accountable. And Dan indeed can hold me accountable to what will happen, most likely. <laughs> what will happen? <laughs> um, <laughs> I said most likely, Tom. You kind of give yourself an out there. So it's, like it's, going to <laughs> it's going to happen. I've already written it all on my shit. I've already started creating some stuff, so we're all good. Um, just want to be more like, more like Dan, but just not do nutrition. Um, anyway, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> so basically like liam he was like uh poster was saying uh what um to you are signs of a bad personal trainer a new client said they were trying to find a personal trainer that didn't continuously check in on them as it made them feel guilty i fully get and appreciate obviously every client and every pt is different dot, dot, dot. but in my head when they said this i was thinking they were checking you were okay not injured and happy, etc. But to them, it made a bad personal trainer. I rule in and out of these types of things. But when I initially meet meet them, but this clearly, this PT didn't, that doesn't make any sense. Um, what do you, PTs, do you think makes a bad personal trainer? Daniel, should we, should we, should we go through the comments and see if we disagree and uh, shall we get some ideas? Um, and then we can actually think what we think makes a bad personal trainer mm-hmm. um all right we got one um anything checking in is readily a good thing um it, i'd say it's a red flag for the trainer who doesn't check in so trainer who doesn't check in red flag so it's, that's i'd agree essentially uh, i think it depends on uh, it depends on the client coach relationship uh and what yeah. you set out and what's expected I think if there, there's, there's different ways to check in. There is checking in and being like, how's everything going? Are you good? And then there's checking in every day going, what have you eaten today? Because <laughs> yeah. like, again, like, this is just a bit broad. But, like, checking in on but I know trainers who do do that. Like who would say like, send a picture of your food now. What are you eating? Don't eat that burger. Don't eat, do you know, that. that is a bit like checking in. Like we would call it checking in is how are you feeling? How are you feeling after the weekend? How, how was everything going after then? Or have you moved this week? You know, whatever. There's different <laughs> ways you, of no, doing it. Still in bed. Now. Yeah. Still in bed. <laughs> so I, I take a bit more of a, and again, my approach changes as, as a client goes through their journey with me, but I'm also a bit more 
uh, maybe he's a bit more experienced based now, but I'm a little bit more standoffish with checking checking up on people than I than I what than I was previously for that very Same. reason that it's kind of like okay, well you're an adult. I've given you your task to do this week. If you need me checking up on you in shorter time frame than a week, like you need to sort that shit out. Like, and then it's up to the coach to make it easy enough and basic enough for that person to be able to do in a week. If you need to check up on them and they can't stick to it within three or four days, what you've given them is either too hard or they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. So I think that comes with experience in, in, in how often you would then be checking in or checking up on them. I think there's a difference, but yeah. Yeah, but checking every day is part of that twenty four seven service that people seem to uh, seem to Tell you what, advertise. If any of my clients ever fucking text me twenty four hours a day, I would. Fucking <laughs> That's just the most yeah. stupid thing to advertise. I don't get it. I know, no, your so, phone, but, uh, you're not going to reply at four in the morning, are you? So it's not twenty four seven. So shut the fuck up. I remember having that back and forth that. when uh, we put that out on the PTC, and then we were like, "What well, makes a, a useless personal trainer if they're offering twenty four seven service?" And people were like, "What? You don't yeah. care about your clients?" I'm like, "No, no, no, no." It's called setting boundaries, um, and I'm assuming they don't yeah. want us to contact them twenty four seven. So why the fuck would we want it, vice versa? Insane. I was like, "Good luck for your twenty four seven. So you, you want one hundred sixty eight hours." in a week i'm guessing your hourly wage if you're working every single one of them is pretty low um yeah not great all right <clears throat> i'd say one thing that makes a bad personal trainer is lack of empathy and showing up just to get paid i get not everyone can express empathy the same but it's easy to see things from another perspective yeah but likewise trainers can be too empathetic let's start as well like mm -hmm. i've said that before in that Again, if you're too empathetic, then people don't get anywhere. So yeah. again, there's that there's that balance. And obviously, I'm saying you know, obviously, obviously, more trainers sit on that side that, that person's describing. Admittedly, like they don't understand. Like a lot of trainers have never been overweight. They've never been intimidated by the gym. They've never been in that position, or they can't remember what it was like. Um, but likewise, there's an uprising at the minute of PTs and trainers and coaches who are like, "Oh, don't worry about it. Eat what you want. It's not <laughs> yeah. better next week." Well, yeah, if you do that for 52 weeks of the year, you'll get nowhere. So there is an element of this where like, yeah, okay, we can empathize and sympathize with situations, but there also is an element to it where it's like, well, yeah, but that's what they were doing anyway <laughs> before you. So like, you know, um, yeah, they're not two that I would have gone with straight off the bat. I'll tell you that. No, no, like, it's hard one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Weird, they're, they're, they're like, very let's keep getting this because keep, keep going because it's weird what people are coming up with and then we'll talk about <laughs> what we would pick straight off the bat. Um... Being more interested in yourself than your client and or trying to push your goals onto them. I think this is a, yeah, a normal common. one. That's a common one, right? Um, yeah. So in, in like the other... So someone's a CrossFitter, so all their clients are CrossFitters and, or someone's a yeah. powerlifter, so all their clients are powerlifters, you know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you get influenced by your own training, 100%. That's what happens. But it should like, yeah, it's just like, Nah, they probably haven't got the same needs and wants as you. Probably mm. the wants is the kind of thing. I loved it. And, and then it goes into like the sub comments of like, um, I've watched so many PTs basically train themselves whilst whilst they train their clients. It's embarrassing. That was a big no-no for us, wasn't it? Like when we used to mm -hmm. train. doesn't really happen at all anymore because I knew there was a bit of an okay-ish. You can train with your client if like they're okay with it. Um, and we only did it like a couple of times, but I always felt weird. I didn't like it because um, I was just That's like, well, no, I'm just like, I'm standing around like they're standing around whilst I finish my set and vice versa. I'm just like, this is, this is odd. Unless they absolutely requested it, um, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, 
I don't know this one's. Mm. Charlie? I think if they're feeling guilty, then the PT might have also not handled situations well. This is obviously off the back of the first comment. My clients know what I want in every tiny detail about what's going on in their life and when things go wrong, they overeat and don't train. I don't make it a big deal. We stay positive about the situation. Move on. Oh. Um, what makes a bad PT to me is when they're unwilling to put in time into learning. I feel it's too easy to qualify as a PT. And after that point, a lot of people stop the learning process. All it leads to is wrong information being put out there, which I'm sure we all find frustrating. Hmm. Yeah, there's also a limit to that, though. Yeah, I, I, I feel like there's also a... another thing where there's also another thing where PTs do too many qualifications and too many courses, and they change their fucking mind every two minutes what they're doing, <laughs> and what the best way to do things is. They don't develop. So let's go into one of the things that our way. So that links into one of the ones for me was about that. It links in nicely in that I think one of the signs of a bad PT is they don't have their own system or way of doing things. Like I think a good PT will have their own way of training someone, their own system. It'll be influenced by other people, but when you sit down with them and say, oh, so talk to me about how you train your clients, they would have a system whereby their sessions and how they plan them out and phases they would take people through and their general principles. Like for us, we're probably like quite similar in that sense that our main principle is you, you help someone move as an athlete, you help them become strong, um, powerful, bigger, stronger as well, but they need to be able to move well through range of motion um, and through multiple planes rather than just sagittal, right? That's the... That would be yeah. mine and yours to a certain degree. Like obviously we are probably our own little niches within that. But I think over the years, that's where I've settled on mine is that a lot of my clients do a bit more um, athletic-based movements and most online coaches, I think, do more just bodybuilding, generic bodybuilding sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that is our system. We have a system. And it, again, whoever it's like A1, A2, B1, B2, and like you go through with Metcon at the end, you do a bit more of that than I do, for example. But again how it all links you have your system and you have your reasons why and you can back it up and you won't really be kind of like put off if someone says oh, i wouldn't do it like that you go well it's my system so i do it i've got results with it so that's that's favorite. literally i have that when i audit co coaches right <clears throat> so in order to in a coach i have to sit there and be able to from what i see over probably like a three to five minute bit i should be able to pick out what section and wow how far they are into the session I should be able to go, I think they're in, like if I were to watch one of Dan's sessions, if he was coaching someone, or maybe his clients are doing like an hour session, just from that like three minute, five minute, like little bit, I should be like, all right, they're doing about this many reps. They've got this movement. It looks like they haven't got much rest, but um, I believe they are in B1 and B2 in that phase. And they're kind of 40 minutes into their session or something like that. I should be able to pick that out. And that is le leading onto that system. I think that's, yeah. That's something that a good PT should have and maybe a bad PT. If like everything's a drop set or everything's doing that, I wouldn't know where they were in their session. I wouldn't be able to audit yeah. it. I wouldn't be able to quality control it. I wouldn't have a clue. Um, just be like, all right, or they're done. Or it's made up on the spot. That's pretty much right. Correct, yeah. And it's just like, what equipment is near me? What is uh, not being used? I actually had to do that um, this week. Bad PT, right? Um, this morning? Yeah, I had to do that this morning. Um, so Nick, my, uh, lovely, he's a CEO of Accessorize and Monsoon. Um, I get all the discounts there, all the, all the uh, bangles and all the, uh, <laughs> handy, <laughs> handy. Yeah. If, if any time, yeah, fun. I need, uh, small girls, um, like knickknacks from Accessorize, 
I'm, I'm sure um, your little girl would love, Isabel would love to go in there with her. Just, just oh, clean don't, up. Don't, because she'll come out with everything, yeah. <laughs> and Laura. Um, Drangling. When I said little girl, I did mean Isabel. Not Laura's little, but, you know. She's little um, as well, to be fair, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so he, I had him this morning, and, like, all the racks were taken. All the benches were taken. And, like, because our gym's going refurb at the moment. And he's meant to be doing um, uh, like Hatfield, so um, split squats, um, a, a decent fucking load, like threes. And he's meant to be doing, I think, some pairing, probably a row of some sort, but I don't really care about what's happening. I'll just give him a dumbbell and like pull that for me. Um, and then I was like, shit, nothing. I had to make up on the spot. I had to pivot. Pivot, mate. Um. Yeah. yeah. What What do you think that's I did, not, Dan? That's not that bad, though, because you're you're still able to think of what to do on the fly. Like you'd have probably yeah, done like yeah. a split, uh, probably a split just, squat with dumbbells or something like that. Or, I went and know. went and grabbed like two fucking heavy kettlebells and did a rear foot elevated split squat instead. Um, but and yeah. made him do it suitcase because yeah. I was just like, all right, he's meant to be doing supported, but I'm like, let's. I I can't put a more load on him. I'm I'm trying to elicit a higher amount of load with the Hatfield, so the hand support. People were like, oh, it's cheating. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not cheating. I'm trying to get him used to heavy, heavy, heavy fucking loads, right? Believe it or not, when I do my 200 kilo like Hatfield squats, I don't squat 200 kilos every other week, but I can quite happily do it doing Hatfield because I'm getting used to loading myself again. Shock. Mm. Um, and it all goes through your legs. It's lovely. It's a lovely feeling. But yeah, that was that was me. I had to, had to change the session um... on the fly. It's only the bad sign of a, sign of a bad PT is they, they say to their <laughs> client when they first come, what do you want to train today? <laughs> I know a trainer that does this. Chest is it? Chest today? the fuck, the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not, that's not, that's What would you thing. like to do today? I'm like, So what do you want to well, do today? Well, that's not what they're here for, mate. That's, uh, that's, that's what I'm paying you for. <laughs> um, Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I've got another one. There's a common one that was really common. Um, tardiness. Oh yeah, that's a big one for me as well. Yeah, fucking hell! Like you can't turn up on time for your clients. Just, just don't bother. Just, Go just over, don't bother yeah. doing PT. <laughs> all right, we've all been, you know, we've all been late before because of a, a train or or a delay or a traffic jam or something like that. But I'm talking regular tardiness. Like, I actually genuinely can't remember how many times I was. If I was ever late for a session, was, and I, I'd get there just on time, that was me being late. Yeah, because yeah. I would always be there 20 minutes early. So for that very reason. Um, yeah, I just find it. I just find that really rude. That's really true. Dan was there at six thirty for a seven session, eating his um, what are you eating? eating breakfast. Uh, like mince, mince and rice, or chicken and rice Always. at that time. Always. Chicken broccoli yeah. rice. That's what he was doing. Hardcore, mate. Me. <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing?" That's a fucking cinnamon cinnamon roll with like cinnamon buns around the corner. Jesus. Oh, I was a bodybuilder, mate. I was hardcore. <laughs> All right. Um, Adam says it's it's meeting people where they're at. Some of my clients are happy cracking on. Um, I don't want to speak weekly, but others want someone to hold hold their hold, hold their hand. I'm going to go there um, a bit more. Just mm. help them through the process, blah, blah, blah. It comes out of an outstanding client. Um, that doesn't really, doesn't really answer the question, but um, I think it's just leading on this. So the, the one thing you just say, the only thing I don't rate as a personal trainer, the only thing you don't rate, I'm sure there's loads of things, um, a person who absolutely blasts their clients week in, week out. I get there's a demand and a time and a place for it. I just don't think it's productive or educational for people just to get slammed. Anybody can be someone. I think we both agree mm. with this. Yeah. 
Correct. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh no. What does this say? I've just scrolled a little bit further. Um, hundred percent, mate. That was why I didn't want us to give up on her. It's fully everyone different. Their needs are different. I usually have a weekly check-in as well as, but with twenty-four-seven support if needed. No, no, we don't have twenty-four-seven support. You are not nine-nine-nine. You're not. <laughs> you're not the, the emergency services. I wish you could get these guys' oh. numbers and just ring them at four in the morning. <laughs> just be like. Oi, hello. What dumbbell momentum are you use tomorrow? What the fuck? You're like, I don't know. Go to sleep. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Cheaper than that. Interesting. That's the end of uh, those little comments. I don't understand. Right. What else, Daniel? Can we pick one or two more between us? Um, I think just trainers? generally, just generally not having a plan of action. It's just, again, amount of them that do that just don't have a plan when they go to, to sessions. Usually the same ones that are fucking late, to be fair. But, you know. Yeah, I think people can get a, a, get around like maybe they don't know every single exercise or maybe their exercise variety is like a little bit limited. But if they did have a plan, at least they're going to stick to it and they're going to gradually make someone get better. Yeah, they might yeah get- I think like I said, it comes back to having a system though as well. Like, I think a plan can also be a system, do you know? Like, so even if yeah. you don't have a set plan for that session, it's like, yeah, but you you know what you're, you're doing with a client. You know what they're, you know, whether, you know, unilateral, bilateral movements, what they, you know, what things they shouldn't be doing, should be doing, and stuff like that. Like, because that's that's, that's literally something that. that I discuss on. Like, I talk about the adaptive training, right? And people are like, "Oh, what's this adaptive training model or like a flexible training model?" And it's not magic. It just makes your mind easier. And you're like, "That's what the system is." This is how I'm sure Dan would fit the same. Probably when he does lower body heavy, he's probably got a paired exercise or some. So lower body push, he's probably got an upper body pull paired with it, just to it's probably going to be the case. And then his next superset, if he's if he's doing full body and he's going cross-sectional, is going to be a lower body pull of some sort, probably unilateral. And then he does a push with it. And then suddenly we have a balanced program, then chucking some core, some carry, some Metcons, and then boom. But we don't have to walk in with the, possibly, I'd say, because we've had enough skin in the game and like you've learned the model enough or you know your kind of continuums and you've tried it yourself, you go, actually, like I did, I was just like, all right, I can't Hatfield light split squat. I'm going to go down my continuum a little bit, but try and increase the intensity. Um, but the movement's a little bit easier. Okay, cool. We have to do that. And, and it adapts. And it's just like, we're still getting the same training effect. Not exactly the same training effect, but we're able to move up and down that scale at free will, right? And probably get someone 85, 90% there, like on, on the plan that they want to do or that you want to do. And I could, uh, like, there's something that I'm doing at the moment. So the reason why I did those hat fields and then the previous week I did those trap bars, I'm doing like a conjugate um, method at the moment. And guess what I do? I just pick any fucking exercise on its lower body and I go up to like almost like a one RM. And as long as it's training, some sort of lower body push or lower body pull, doesn't matter what it is. And that's an adaptive training protocol that you can you can do whatever you fuck you like. And it's a little bit more flexible. So I wouldn't recommend it for everybody. It's just basically because I can't be a bob to spend that much time in the gym at the moment. So I'm just getting banged yeah. on my buck. <laughs> I'm just like, eh, I know this works. So it's fine. <laughs> there was actually a good model. Um, it reminds me of this. You might find this vaguely interesting. Um, I did save it. It's just off on a slight tangent, Daniel. Um, there was a post by... Uh, no, uh, not that one. 
there was a, yeah, there was a study. Uh, strength levels are constantly changing, right? So, but this was, it was a, a 36 day 1RM study. Hmm. Okay. And uh, it showed just fluctuation. So every single day, um, some powerlifters, free powerlifters, so it's not a big study, they performed a one-arm RM back squat every single day for 36 days. So they went up and peaked, went up, peaked, went up, peaked. And net, they over five weeks, um, they all made gains of eight to ten percent. So over that's pretty good, right? Yeah. You take that. Like obviously it's fucking your body's really beaten up, I think. Um so, but all three lifters experienced a drop in performance for the first five to eight days. Um, so they were like, I was about to say, down. I was just about to say before they, before we do this, I reckon it's going to go like that. I think it goes down, then it's going to go up and then it's going to go down again. Like, I think it's going to be like a, a repeated. Yeah. It's going to be the repeated bout effect of doing the skill. Yeah. 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 So yeah. like, obviously it's not, not many of them are going to, are going to, not many of them are going to, I would imagine top <coughs> out of the last bit, but I would imagine that the best rep is probably done between the middle and the end that's what i would have yeah. i would have guessed so literally, literally yeah every single one of them after five to five to eight days like their the body is so dropped, adaptable dropped, like dropped, i think dropped and then after yeah. like after the 10th day or the ninth day all of them went up by like four percent so that's the thing is like your body your body's so adaptable and like people talk about this with calories and dieting as well like First week of dieting, everyone is fucking ravenous. And then they go, I'm actually quite used to it now. Your body, gets, your body adapts. Your body adapts quite comfortably and you can function just fine, all this sort of stuff. It's always the hardest. And it's the same with that. Your body in those first four or five days is going, fuck this, mate. What the fuck are you doing? Stop doing it. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. And then he goes, oh, you're not going to stop. Shit. All right. Got to adapt put, this because this ain't into, going anywhere. And put that into perspective of training, like from day, so in just an eight-day swing from day nine for, for one of these people, day nine to uh, day one. So just basically a week. And there was a difference of 10% in their RMs, like for Drop. what they could, what they could do that day. So obviously they had it on mm. their, their zero is their one RM. Then the second day it dropped by 4%. They couldn't lift it. And then by day nine, they were 6% above what they did as day one or day zero. Mm. So yeah. that was a 10% swing from what the capacity could have been. Um, yeah. So the largest 24 hour swing, so from day, yeah, was uh, 7% from day to day, right? The body, yeah, body changes. It's crazy, which is brings us into a, <laughs> adaptability of training and having that methodology and being able to be like, all right, well, it doesn't really matter. Like mm -hmm. repeated bouts, you can literally just one RM someone and they're going to get stronger. Boring. Yeah. Uh, I ain't got time for that as well. <laughs> I mean, we've we probably got time for it. It doesn't take us that long to work up to our one RMs anymore, Dan. So um, it's probably right. No, second but it, or, it's it's, 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 set, it's the accountability. <laughs> it's the accountability, and it's the taking the time to do it. So they're doing it for a study, so they kind of have to turn up and do it, right? But but who, yeah. who else is going to turn up and do that? Um, for what reason? You know, because it's not. If I said to you, right, you got a comp, you got to do your one RM. Someone's going to look at that and go, "No fucking chaps, I'm not doing that." <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, exactly. where's the accountability? That's the hard thing. All right. Beautiful. What else makes a bad PT? Standard shit. Being on your phone most of the time. Um, looking oh, untidy yeah. is a big one for me. Don't like people to look... They, I, wash your clothes. Easy. Um, maybe yeah, wash... Scruffy trainers. Off. Scruffy old trainers. <laughs> like that. Annoying. Like that. I just think it's um, not treating like a normal job. 
as well. Just yeah, I actually I I I said this to um, one of our business guys um, yesterday actually in a one to one, and I was like, I realized I was like, you know what, on being an online coach, fantastic, but. You, they might blast like and be like, oh, yeah, you, you can lose the nine to five. Guess what time Dan probably normally works between nine and five, I'm assuming. Try, try eight and six. Eight and, and six, the there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's just like uh, you dick on like not having a desk job and being nine to five, but being an <laughs> online coach is a desk job. <laughs> yeah. And it's probably into my so it's interesting how people, yeah, being a bad TT is like probably false pretense and not realizing that. And that's when people fail at being an online coach. And it's probably why I don't like it as much. I like I like doing it mm. to the extent that I do do it. Um, but I don't like doing it like full in because I get a little bit anxious. Um, yeah, need to be in front of people. Anyway, Daniel. All right, so the accountability of Dan and both our mums. Hey mum. Um, that are listening to this we'll just spend we'll give ourselves like 10 minutes to just talk through this because i know dan will have some input maybe and adaptability of changing some stuff because it's not final it's kind of final it's fine um so much like everybody knows daniel does his blitz um i was like how can this be applied to training more than anything else inspired them and i was like ah i i run a combine if you will. And if everybody doesn't know what a combine is, it's a variety of tests, um, which test like kind of full athleticism, I guess, um, in the NFL. So American football before they go off to like the pros. Right. So they look at them and they do a load of tests. So I think they do like a, so they do like skill specific, but the physical ones are like 40 yard dash, um, a 200, whatever is it? 225 like pounds. Um, bench press for as many reps as possible, a vertical jump, yeah. a broad jump, um, a three cone agility drill, um, maybe something else. Um, and that's it. Not that many uh, things, but I was like, you know what? That sounds cool. Why can we not do this for gym based ones um, and do it across all kinds of spectrums for people who want to either probably off season, probably perfect in season absolutely fine and then i guess most of the people that are, are going to be doing this probably playing recce sport or pretty decent level sport or just want to get fucking stronger faster better so i thought why not have some sort of i think ideally 10 weeks okay so you've got mm -hmm. testing week one so call that week zero and then the last week is testing week two Okay. And then a protocol of training to get you fucking better at those tests um, by the end. Right. So I have split it into four groupings, Daniel, of tests. And these are the ones that I would pick because I, I run this for two or three of my clients anyway. Um, and they because compete. Do you, them, do you tell them that you, you compete them against each other? I do. Yeah. They literally come ah. to the same. I, I, I set it out uh, like I booked them both in two hours and like it's not it's not particularly scientific because they're doing literally loads of tests within two hours but they fucking love mm. it like they're like it's it's good fun right um they're trying to beat each other and blah 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 and they egg each other on as well because they're both pretty mm. like similar standard and literally yesterday i was like 
circa 10 weeks <laughs> i was like, like mm-hmm. shoot <laughs> i'll make them like do it every year so they should get so they can see how they how much they get better okay so i've gone for strength power strength endurance that's what i call muscular endurance because i think muscular endurance is a stupid term um i think strength endurance is a good term and uh, energy systems so those are my four categories i have got four things in strength three things in power two things in strength endurance and three things in energy system make it a total of 12 tests which i thought doing four four tests over a, like three days pretty much sets out a nice week of testing and then an, a week of testing uh, to repeat again essentially so i feel like you probably for for most of the population i would quite happily do all those tests in one week you're going to feel a little bit burnt out but they're all slightly different methodologies and slightly different like recruitment so it'd be a decent thing to do um perfect so would you like to know my tests see if you would, I would agree love to know your test, or... i bet you i bet that i bet there's something in there like max push-ups i'm just gonna see if i can guess at any of them max push-ups right. is gonna be one i reckon um... you've got one on there that's like a kilometer <laughs> on a bike or something stupid power test what's that uh... one 10 second max power test 10 seconds i got on a six bike, max i got a six, six second max power test yeah but obviously we mm. what we can do is we don't have to contain these to a bike okay so if we think about esd don't care what it's on so it's okay. more the the parameter more than the equipment on the esd okay. mm. so you are right it's um but push-up is 60 seconds Okay, max in 60 seconds. Okay, cool. Correct, yeah. Because yeah. I will allow, I don't mind people stopping and starting, kind of shaking it out, go for one more, shake it out, go for one more. I prefer that mm. than deterioration of form. Um, and because that's kind of like, all right, when does it look like shit uh, kind of thing? Uh, so, yeah. Because people are like, oh, no, they look great. And you're like, mm, I would have called it about four reps ago. You look like, yeah, you are dying. Um, so, yeah. So you got kind of two there. So yeah, body weight push up um, to like a yoga block or like your fist is where we'd normally go to. Um, I actually like chest to floor, but people are like, oh, how's the shoulders? Like, fine, mechanics. Um, Sixty seconds. You got six second power. You you said one kilometer on like a bike or one k assault bike. I do like that, um, but I'm going max distance, sixty second max di- distance to keep it nice and uh, mm-hmm. kind of um, ESD. So, and then what do you think? So that's like, so you've gone power. So ATP, you've gone anaerobic. There's obviously got to be an aerobic thing. Uh, mate, that was the one. A kilometer. That's <laughs> anaerobic. That's anaerobic. Fuck you. Uh, five minutes. Five minutes max mm. distance, basically. No matter what. Yeah. Don't care what it is. Um, ideally, probably like a curved treadmill or a track or something like that would be fantastic. Mm. But yeah, don't matter what it is, does it? Um Go versa climber, ski erg, all that. People love ski ergs, don't they? Um, yeah, then we got, so the strength ones, let's, let's put them in. Um, so I've gone three to, I will give people the caveat of three to five RMs um, because you're not going to particularly know, um, but you, obviously you're accountable to each other. So three mm. to five RM of a split squat. That's not rear foot elevated. That's just normal split squat. Um, and it can be barbell, it can be weighted, but you just, it just has to be repeatable um three to five rm of a trap bar deadlift obviously um three to five rm of a single arm dumbbell press mm. 
not bench That's press. Mm, correct. Yeah. Um, and a three R, three to five RM of a pull up. Those are my strength tests. Lower body push, lower body pull, unilateral, and to bilateral, and then upper body push, unilateral to bilateral pull. Lovely. Uh, power. This is the interesting ones, and I could go back and forwards on these. Um, and I don't. These are not final, so I can broad take your jump. input. So broad I jump? don't have a. Broad, I do have a kind of broad jump. So I have two types of broad jump. Med ball throw, I'm, something like that. Yeah, I thought about that, but then I want to make this space in gym, I suppose. Yeah. I want to make people to be able to do this. Yeah, <laughs> and not a lot of gyms allow med balls to be thrown around all the time and that kind of stuff. So that's not ability. Mm. So I'm thinking, thinking scalability, Daniel. Jesus. Um, yeah, more no, people yeah. have to be, be able to do this. So yeah, these are all lower based. Unfortunately, I don't think I'll be able to do a, an upper one um, without, and it's hard to basically, and without getting everybody to download like a VPT app. And the one I yeah. use is only on iOS at the moment. So I'm not going to make everybody do that. So I've gone for, at the moment, um, I've got a triple broad jump. Okay. so it's continuous so you go boom 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 it's trying to get off the floor quickly it's not just stop go stop go stop go three broad arms yeah. jump together it's like reactive strength um more like plyo and then i've gone for at the moment i'm playing around with this i don't know whether i just want a normal broad jump um or and a normal vertical jump or a counter movement jump but both of these are going to be counter movements or what the nba actually do which i actually think is more applicable for sporting backgrounds is a one-step vertical jump and one-step broad jump. Mm -hmm. So you get one-step lead-in. And I think everybody would feel more comfortable doing that, basically. So you have, like, basically a little kickstand, like, start, and then you step into it and go, um, mm -hmm. which I think... I think for the human brain to think about is a lot nicer movement than to just to generate yeah. power and go, right? So one-step vert, one-step broad. Strength endurance... Only got two here, one upper, one lower. We've already got the push-up. And then we've got another 60-second thing. It's one of my favorites. Mm. Never made you do it, though. It's a relative, relative, relative body weight thing. So it's 50% uh, of body weight goblet squat in 60 mm. seconds. As many That's possible. minging. That it is minging. minging. <laughs> it sounds like, oh, that'd be all right. That's minging. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh shit, how much do I weigh? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you realize, like, oh, hang on a minute. That's a pretty big one over there. I've got to hold that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's like, all right, 50% of body weight. Because people would be like, if I asked them to back squat that, they'd be like, yeah, no fucking problem. Like, yeah. yeah. I weigh like 90 kilos. I'm going to put 45 kilos on my back. Yeah. Crack on. All right. Pick up that dumbbell, 45 kilos, and then squat that for a minute, please. Yeah. What? It's funny, the amount of people that, that I, I do goblet squats with and they say things like, oh, I'm just getting too heavy now. It's my upper body that gives out. I'm like, yeah, keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That doesn't mean we stop. Like, that means your upper body's weak. So keep going. Like, there's this whole thing about like, yeah, again, like, oh, back squats, this leg movement. Well, yeah, predominantly, but like, it's not just legs. Without your upper body, you wouldn't be able to do it. So I find it funny with the goblet squat. People always go, oh, I can't hold it anymore. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, keep, keep going that way until you can hold a bit more then because that's the <laughs> problem right now is your upper back weak as fuck. Like, yeah, it's just funny, isn't it? How people do that. But that's why I think that's, that sort of a test on there is really good. Much better than, like, say, back squat, front squat. Yeah, what the fuck? 
give a shout. Yeah. I'd rather, because obviously we've got the, we've already done a split squat. So I'd want something unilateral. So for that, and mm. I would think the like the power development and especially, especially thinking about what we're doing for sport and stuff like that. I think mm. maybe looking at each leg individually, there's not many like, like with that, with the one step vertical jump or one step broad jump, there's yeah. not many instances that people have a perfectly symmetrical kind of stance that they end up jumping or no. basing power out of. Like if anything, even when me and Dan play golf, I'm assuming probably we're slightly staggered or one foot's flared or something's going on. I know I definitely mm -hmm. am to like have things yeah. like move around your hips. They're beautiful. And then ESD energy system, we just got to go ATP, anaerobic, aerobic. Go so six, 60 second, five minute max distance. So those are the tests that um, I have actually, I've used previously in my combine stuff that with clients. And those are the ones that I base around base their training around so if you got to think like all right this is where this is where having a system shot horror um brings it in because i'm like all right i know all of these for all my clients if they can do them right but if they might have like eight or like 10 of them right done but yeah that's what's going to happen you end up going get all these tests and it tests like kind of total athleticism across the boards and then like all right we want to make this one we we'll make that better because I think a lot of people think like, oh, tests or like they they stick to like the bog standard boring shit, and you're like, no, no, a test can be whatever the fuck you want it to be. Just have to test a certain thing, like the strength endurance stuff. You don't have to do the goblet squat. Yeah. You could go, you could go trap bar deadlifts if you really wanted to, and just go. All right, I'm gonna pick relative to body weight. You're just gonna lift your body weight every single time. Why not? Pull ups would be the same thing if you can do shit tons of pull ups. Why not? Or inverted rows would be a great one for that. Um, do yeah. like some sort of and making sure you're on the, the same kind of angle or 45 degree row or something like that 60 degree row um beautiful it's just keeping it like relevant and making sure it's adaptable for that kind of uh i don't know muscular system or energy system or whatever and you will notice there is no testing before anybody says this for hypertrophy Oh mate, not bicycle curls, max bicycle curls. Um, mainly because you can't test hypertrophy. <laughs> no, because it's a middle ground of uh, reps. So yeah, unfortunately. So I think somebody had asked me, it's like, oh, well, you've done like strength, power, kind of speed is like with power kind of thing. Like speed is obviously the ESD stuff, and I'm like, yeah, yeah well, you can't test hypertrophy, can you? Well, um, what am I going to test? How long you can hold something or? The only other thing yeah. I can do is isometrics, but I think it's boring. That's true. Have you um have you finished covering all that now? Just before I move on. Yeah, yeah. I've only just noticed you've got a slush puppy machine. <laughs> I have, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I am extremely jealous. And I literally <laughs> googled it right now to look. <laughs> I did wonder because um, you threw out that I was kind of off put. I wasn't quite looking at my camera because uh, Dan looked very excited, like he was going to take the piss out of me throughout the whole of that and i was like am yeah. i saying something wrong here no mate, I i'm not taking the, it's not about taking the piss trust me i'm sat here and i was looking at that i was like surely they don't make these right and i've just found one that's called right i've just typed it in slush puppy machine and it comes up I'll, I'll top go get 10 it. slushy machines of 2022 and i was like, oh my god there's 10 of them there's one here it's got three different options to it you got like oh my god and i'm like so basically on the golf course, uh, the halfway houses now, they do slush puppies because it's got a lot hotter. Oh my God, they're amazing. When you're really hot on a golf course, slush puppy, it doesn't stay slushy very long. But I'm looking now and I'm like, how much is that? And I'm looking online, I'm like, okay, cool. This is like, they're not expensive. 
really. Like I'm, I, I think I, I might have. I haven't. I haven't gotten it out of the packet. Um, but there it is, Daniel. See, it's quite large. Oh, really. it's the official like, slushy as well. Official slush puppy as well. Official slush puppy, and obviously I've got uh, the blue raspberry and the strawberry. I didn't pay anything for it, Daniel. It was a present. What? <laughs> oh my uh, god my right. sister bought it for me for some strange reason but yeah yeah oh, no. well <laughs> strange reason that she's an amazing sister but it sounds like <laughs> right i found it i found the same one i found the same one right i've got the strawberry and the blue raspberry syrup okay oh it's ships from great britain ships from great britain to uae okay that's why it costs a bit more let me have a look yeah. See, like, i'm gonna I'm gonna find but it. But yeah, like it's it's probably more use to you than it is to me. Um, oh, 100 percent But uh, <laughs> makes one liter of slush in less than 30 minutes. Oh my god. Good, right? Oh my god. And you can buy the slush puppy syrups as well online. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that was why I was distracted, Tom, because I was so <laughs> impressed. I was so impressed by that. <laughs> It well, has been like, I'm, it, and I'm going to buy it under the guise of, oh, Isabel wanted it. So <laughs> oh, it's she really it's requested. Not. She'll be like, what the hell's this? Me. Uh, Don't you worry about that. It's from me. <laughs> oh, hang on. There's good. some other ones that aren't slush puppy, like the actual, the actual make. Oh, there are loads know. cheaper, but do you risk it? Do you, you don't risk, risk it? that, do you? Like, you know what you're getting. Like, you want the puppy, right? You want the dog on it. I believe so. I do believe yeah. so, yeah. Because like yeah. the the immediately when I do make it, maybe I'll make one uh, this weekend. I will be doing like double and be like, yeah. Oh my god! Right. Pro exclusive price. <laughs> All right. Should we should we wrap this up before? Yeah. Decides before just, I uh... decide to just buy slush puppy machines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're adults. Remember that you can do what the fuck you like. Uh, I know. Yeah. I, isn't it weird that I feel bad that I want to buy this, but I'm like, no, I'm an adult. Like, you know, I should be able to make my own, buy my own things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just think about it. Yeah, so it's fine. You'd think, wouldn't you? You'd think so. Anyway, All right. But, you know. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. There's no other business from me. None from no me either. I'm, I'm going to be posting my slushies all over Instagram. So um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to uh, continue speaking for the next uh, month on this kind of shit, um, explaining every single test and then uh, how you can ramp up towards the combine. I probably will try to run this through Stridist. Um, I will give myself, uh, let's, yeah, like we'll probably take a, I don't know, five to 10 people on it by July. We'll see what we do. Ooh. There we go. Lovely. Beautiful. Ready for, I believe, some sort of season starts in September, but I don't know. Or just get stronger, fitter, faster, all that kind of shit. Just um, Yeah, just be fun. I just think it'd be funny. Um, anyway, we'll see how it goes. Pilot it, eh? All right. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. See you later.